Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Cannabis Tech Talks, presented by PolyScience. Perhaps the best part of cannabis is hemp. It's wildly versatile and increasingly being used to create innovative materials. This expert episode is hosted by the president of the U.S. Hemp Building Association, Jacob Waddell. He sits down with Just Biofiber CEO Dave LaDucere to discuss how humanity can move into the future with resilient, carbon sequestering technologies derived from hemp. Let's dive in. Hello, my name is Jacob Waddell. I'm the president of the U.S. Hemp Building Association. We are an association that is set up to help push the use of hemp building uh, materials in the industry. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with uh, the CEO of Just Biofiber, Dave LaDuceur. Um, Dave, can you give us a little intro on yourself before we get into things? Sure, Jacob, and, and thanks for inviting me uh, to this chat. Um, my background is kind of a, a mix of carbon use and carbon savings. I started my career as a rocket scientist. I worked on the space shuttle and built the Space Technology Lab in Boulder for orbital sciences and was you know, very, very tuned into technology, technology space. I have a strong background in artificial intelligence and and all kinds of interesting uh, ways of uh, hopefully helping humanity. A couple of years ago, I was working and I met a gentleman named Bill Reed. Bill is one of the founders of LEED, the building rating system. And Bill and I started chatting about how we could help move the planet and people into the right direction. And Bill was one of the founders of regenerative development and design, and I started learning much more about how we could proactively make a change on the planet and move it from sustainable to regenerative. And I got involved with Just Biofiber, you know, last spring and started to see the potential of the company. And uh, they brought me on to try to grow it and scale it to a global scale. We're about ready to move into that direction. And I have just recently been made the CEO and it's an exciting time for sustainable building products like Just Biofiber. That's that's great, Dave. Um, I guess with, with your background and kind of just starting with sustainability, um, do you kind of want to just start talking about, I guess, where we're at as a society and as a world as far as sustainability? Sure. I mean, um, Unfortunately, um, humans tend to solve problems and not create long-term solutions. And to be honest, trying to create solutions for global warming and pollution, social justice, you know, with, with a fragmented approach doesn't work. There's, there's really no silver bullet to address these problems. So what we've tried to do now with Just Biofiber and, and, a, and a host of other sister companies is to try to look at not how to do less harm, but how can we regenerate the planet? How can we create significant environmental, social, and governance changes to create a continuous improvement mentality? So it's really a mindset change. And these types of things are, are gonna be necessary if we're gonna truly move from sustainable to living with the planet instead of living on the planet. So that's, that's, that's where we try to focus, you know, engaging with life you know, take a look at it from the whole system's view. 
Great. Um, so I guess being with a, a little bit of a building background, I'm most familiar with like lead um, kind of design and everything. You know, you, you speak of your relationship with Bill Reed and, and knowing him. Um, do you agree with kind of their practices and the way they're looking at things or is there maybe something different or how do you feel about that kind of rating? You know, you know that's a great question because lead and building rating systems and other metrics, they tend to be scorecards. So basically they look at a moment in time and they don't look at long-term impact. So efficiency systems have their place. You know, it's a play, it's a, a place to create a rating, but it's not a solution to creating a more regenerative lifestyle on the planet. Because if you only get to 85 to 90% sustainable, you're still degenerating. So we have to move past sustainability and shift our view to more of a regenerative approach. And if we do that and think of it as a long-term view, we can create continuous improvement. And this is what we call the trajectory of ecological design. And this is so, sort of the fundamentals of, of hemp-based building products because it can create a full circular economic model. So what you're describing here, is this something that more people are seeing in the uh, industries today? Yeah, to be a matter of fact, if you, if you go to BlackRock and some of the large institutional investors' websites, you're going to see ESG plastered all over the website. And ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. And what they're trying to say is that that's now top of mind, that we have to make changes in environmental and social governments and solve the problems with all of, of creating a CO2 neutral footprint in the world. And that's just a lot easier to say. It's, it's a lot of greenwashing. But if you actually implement this with building solutions, you can take a major chunk out of the CO2 emissions. And Just Biofiber, the company, is designed just to do that. Just Biofiber is a sustainable building products company. So our goal and mission is to create sustainable building products that support ESG and the planet. And we have the ability to do this in a hyperlocal environment, circular economic, and we use so much more or less energy and sequester millions of tons of CO2 that we can truly create over time a sustainable building products industry. So we're all here. It's a cannabis conference. How does cannabis or really industrial hemp fit into this picture? We love industrial hemp. Industrial hemp is sort of the perfect crop because you can use so much of it. You can create a full circular economic opportunity. That means it's grown, processed, manufactured, and delivered all within a region. It's going to improve local GDP because the jobs and the money will stay local. You can also be an export hub because there isn't a lot of expertise required to be able to build with these products. And it has multiple uses. So besides land use, soil improvement, you've got the fiber, you've got the wellness products, and it truly can create a people, planet, prosperity model. And from, from a government perspective, it helps with land redevelopment. As you know, in the States, there's opportunity zones. Opportunity zones are ways to, to be able to revitalize areas. And we, see, we have seen a lot of grants uh, from 
multiple governments to try to move towards this carbon neutral footprint. We really think it can kickstart this sort of regenerative lifestyle. So the next step is to go from farm to sustainable building. In order to do that, we're going to talk about taking it from the plant, processing it, manufacturing it, and then ultimately putting it into a single-family home or a commercial mixed-use building. And to do that, we start with the agriculture. A thousand acres of hemp is going to output three sets of products. It can output fiber. It can output CBD and seeds. It can output herd. Herd's the part that most people don't use. It's used for animal bedding. And we take that herd and we mix it with lime and we create a proprietary sauce, if you will. And then you can see the block is pressed and made into a structural building material. We have a frame in the middle of the block and that frame is what gives it its strength. And when you build these blocks together, you can build very large buildings. And, it, and this model of going from farm to market satisfies many of those ESG factors that are necessary and can be created in a way that is sustainable. So you talk about sustainable building systems. Um, can you get a little bit more into that? Sure, I'd be happy to. Our sustainable building system is a patented structural building system. It differs tremendously from hempcrete. Hempcrete is a in situ, pour in place hemp model. Our building system is a turnkey pre-engineered system. That means when the blocks show up to your construction project, They've already been designed for that project. So you get exactly within 1% the materials you need to construct that project, whether it's the starter strips, the top plates, whatever it may be. And when we decided to build this system, we, we decided to take a look at it from the trades perspective. So it's very important that it isn't just less expensive or higher performing, but it has to be easy to use and it has to be trade friendly. The founders of Just Biofiber were tradesmen. They understand construction inside and out. They were farmers. They understand agriculture inside and out. So what we ended up building is a fireproof wall that can support more weight than traditional construction, that has 200 plus mile per hour wind rating, that has reduced operating costs and an effective resistance um, of R32, and it's basically a superior product than any other building product that exists today. In addition, we wanted to solve another problem, and that is pour-in-place concrete, or forms. And what we have built is a foundation wall system that has all the same features as the hemp product, but instead of hemp, we're using recycled closed-cell foam. And that gives us an R70 insulative value and saves over seven days on the job. Both the foundation wall system and the sustainable wall system take over half the less time than traditional construction techniques. It's really a remarkable system. Every cultivator knows that facility design can make or break your grow. So why not choose the team with over 16 years of experience in the industry? 
Cerna Cultivation Technologies provides floor plan and architectural services, comprehensive HVACD equipment, lighting, and benching, and so much more, all within your budget. It's time to grow your way. Go to Cerna.com, that's S-U-R-N-A.com, to learn more. And if I wanted to illustrate a little bit more about these two products, the best way to do it is to show a build in progress. As I mentioned, you know, the wind rating, you know, the lifespan, mold, pest, and insect proof, it's also patent pending. We really think this is a game changer. And what I'd like to do is show you uh, a project being built. This is a large home uh, in Canada and it's uh, made out of just biofiber blocks. Arno and Linda Koinen are two of the most eco-conscious pioneers that I have ever worked with. Arno and Linda were the very first people to use the Canadian innovation into a carbon neutral building product known as Just Biofiber. It was a big risk to be the first one to use the biofiber because nobody had used it anywhere. But Arno's used to doing things that have never been done before. We wanted to lead by example rather than just talking about things and create this harmless home. When we had Jack Anderson design the home for us, he brought to my awareness the biofiber. And these blocks caught the attention because they, they outperformed every other exterior wall alternative that we saw. Very unique to the just biofiber construction is, is that the building itself becomes carbon negative. We have an exceptional amount of carbon dioxide that is absorbed into the industrial hemp plant during its growth and we build from the industrial hemp plant. But once it's actually created into a block, the process doesn't stop. Carbon dioxide is absorbed into the lime that's within the block and actually makes the building stronger over time. We emit a lot of CO2 with concrete. This project here, Arnold's house, uh, captures approximately 30 tons of CO2 that we pull out of the air, and we are carbon negative in place, whereas conventional construction is carbon positive uh, by a large margin. There's a better way to build, because 35% of construction waste ends up in the landfill. This building process costs less, because it uses less embodied energy to manufacture the product, whereas steel and concrete requires a great amount of heat and energy in order to create it. This is a natural product that comes from the field and we use a cold process to make it. The lifespan of concrete is approximately 65 years above grade. What happens there is the concrete dehydrates so there's no water left in it. And so when it has no water, it has no flexural strength. And so once it cracks, that's the end of the life of concrete. And so we use a lime stucco that goes right onto the blocks and gives us a molecular bond. And therefore, there's no shrinking or cracking. Lime does not shrink when it dries. The reason being, because it takes CO2 to cure it. This here, you can kick a thousand times and it'll never crack. Come on, kick it. The goal on the plant right now is to become carbon neutral. The hemp absorbs so much CO2 and then after we put it in place and build, it takes a hundred years for it to reach its full maturity. And that's how long it absorbs CO2 for. Lime does not set up with heat like concrete or, or additives. It only sets up from absorbing CO2. It starts at the farmers. For agricultural diversification, the hemp plant is a great rotational crop because it puts CO2 into the ground. 
The very nature of the building product is, is that we are using organic compounds uh, throughout. So there's virtually no toxins within the construction of this building. Compared to conventional houses, the toxicity uh, within this residence would be just a fraction of what we would see in conventional houses of similar scale. The blocks breathe, so this way you have no mold or no mildew, that kind of stuff trapped inside your house. That's what vapor barriers do, is they trap all the moisture. It has no off-gassing after. And so you're living in, instead of VOCs, like styrofoam, um, we have no VOCs. Um, we are proven by the green build as food grade material. Very important to recognize that the construction of it allows us to minimize other components of the construction, such as vapor barriers. When we make the frames, um, molecules you can't separate, but once they're put together you can deform. And so we use 350 tons of pressure when we make each frame. And by doing that we create a thermal set. So it never go back to its natural state again. It stays in this frozen state forever. The frames that are built inside the blocks to make them load bearing and structural, when we take and put a point load on here, it spreads it out every block so that it comes down this way to the foundation. So therefore, there's no pilings required in commercial or industrial buildings or residential. We just do spread footings, so we save about 45 to 50 percent of the concrete that would be normally put into an actual building. So you can get a good idea there on exactly how a just biofiber building gets built. If you want to catch the rest of that video, feel free to jump on our Vimeo page, and we can you can see the rest there. The other product that we um, are producing today is our foundation wall system. As I mentioned, it is a recycled uh, closed cell foam block and it uses the same frame system. There's some unique benefits to this product. If you're familiar with poured in concrete, uh, obviously one of the worst CO2 footprints on the planet. Um, it also requires forming. It also requires uh, days to set. It, re it requires a lot of work and a lot of coordination. With a foam block product, you can build the walls and the foundation in one day and you can be building your next story on the next day. It's, it's, it's a really interesting product. It will replace ICF, insulative uh, concrete foam insulative products. It has an R70 insulative value. And the, one of the key things is, as, as uh, Mac was mentioning in the video, is concrete deteriorates over time. And it's not really waterproof, so water infiltration and water issues and cracking and settling with concrete walls is a major issue in today's world. Uh, this product um, will not uh, crack or settle or have issues because of the unibody structural frames that we use. It is much more resilient and it's much easier to to renovate if you've ever had to cut a a window out of a concrete basement. You know what I'm talking about. Here you can do that with a chainsaw. And it's much uh, faster um, and better and cheaper. I have, a, I have a short video here to play that would uh, just show uh, the blocks being put up and how simple it is. Hey guys, just want to show you this uh, new foundation system. Really excited 
working with here today. Um, it's a JBF foam foundation system. So for all you foundation guys and builders, just want to show you how this goes together and how simple it is to use. So the way this works is got uh, a rib system they've designed to prevent uh, cold airflow and all interlocks. Um, you've got a female end here that locks into the male end. These are all the structural struts of the blocks. So those hold the, the weight of the, the house and the roof. And then here's your insulation system, your foam below grade uh, that uh, can handle weather. So anyways, this is how they go together. They drop in like that, click together. We're gonna put about 10 blocks in. Nice and tight. part about it we're building up above the foundation today don't have to wait so it's awesome stuff so that foam block um, foundation system is capable of building uh, buildings you know in excess of five six seven stories it's that strong because as Mac was mentioning the unibody struts when they're all tied together uh, you know, become sort of a load spreading, totally integrated network. And that's what really makes those walls strong. So that's our foundation wall system, um, Jacob, and our um, sustainable wall system in a nutshell. Wow, that, that is amazing stuff. I, I love to see the advancement of technology and all the work you guys are doing. Um, do you guys have any goals or do you, do you have an image for the future for... I guess not only the I guess the world end for your company moving forward. Well, we have a, a similar roofing product that's uh, in de in design. We're going to have some patents on that shortly. That's going to do uh, kind of a combination, and it's going to be able to um, take out a much much of the structural uh, requirements in roofing today. Uh, our goal is to be able to clear story 30 feet with with the system at a you know r50 to r70 insulative value it's going to be an exciting product what we're trying to do is we're trying to marry sustainability with regenerative and environmental goals all at the same time to help cities and developers reach those goals in 2030 for carbon neutrality and we've got a couple of ways of doing it one is a new product a roofing system product that is designed to be high performance in the sense of we're going to remove a lot of the materials necessary for roofing systems, the underlying wood trusses. It's supposed to clear span to 30 feet and be a very high insulative value. We're very excited about adding that to the product line so it can be the full envelope. But probably more importantly is, is you know, creating strong economies. The circular economic model is very important. How we use our land I'm sure all the hemp people might know that um, hemp fiber is 250% more uh, production per acre than cotton and 600% more than flax. So it's a great land use product. It also takes very little energy uh, to process compared to trees and concrete 
and steel. And the, by definition, it sequesters tons and tons of CO2. And one of the things that are overlooked a lot is recycling and job waste. In our world, we try to strive for 1% job waste with zero construction landfill. So if you've seen dumpsters on job sites, you're not going to see a just biofiber block in the dumpster because we can take that and recycle that 100% and there'll be no construction landfill um, requirements. And hopefully, real soon, we'll be able to replace most of the plastics in our products with bioplastics. And we're looking at a SOE-based foundational block system. And then as these buildings are torn down, we need to be able to bio-recycle all our products. And to believe it or not, we've engineered a way that if you turn the block upside down and hit it, the, we can get the block to crack and separate in the sense the herd. And we can use that herd and that lime block and put it directly into the soil. It's, it's a great soil uh, remediation and the frames can then be recycled. So that's our plan for the future, Jacob. Wow, that's very comprehensive, all the, the details you guys are working on. And you know, it sounds like you're moving to being able to create an entire building and, and home um, completely with your products and um, you know, trying to get rid of all the, the waste um, that goes into the, the process. So that, that is great. Hopefully in the next year, we'll, we'll have our first multi-million block factory up and operational. And I think we'll have some news about that coming pretty soon. That is very exciting. I, I know um, many people in, in my organization know about Just Biofiber. And, uh, you know, for us, you're, you were in Canada and we were like, when are you coming to the United States? And it, it sounds like it's happening. So well, it's very exciting. I, I, I'm based in sunny Colorado. So I think we've made our, our, uh, our, our jump over the border. So that's great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for, for being here. If you enjoyed today's episode of Cannabis Tech Talks, be sure to follow, like, and subscribe on Apple iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, MJ BizCon is just around the corner, and Cannabis and Tech Today will be live on site to bring you the latest innovations in cannabis technology. We're offering our annual MJ BizCon prize pack loaded with awesome gear, and we'll be recording live from the Summit Research and PolyScience booth number 2417. Stop by and see us to pick up a free copy of the latest issue, and stay tuned for special celebrity announcements and giveaways. That's all for this episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. Until next time, stay elevated. Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Durachill. I'm telling you, if you're not using this Durachill, you're not really in the pot business. You're just on the fringe of it. So if you really want to get serious, man, this is what you need. You need a Durachill in your life. You've got the technology here to have the cleanest, purest, healthiest product. I'm impressed. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Durachill or else. If your chiller's down, you ain't making money. And you heard it from me, Tommy Chong. Brought to you by PolyScience.